Hey guys, I'm Richard Fitzgerald. This is Dubai Works, where we interview the business leaders making a difference in this great city. That business with scalability was very interesting to me. I like building something that has legacy. Welcome back to another week of Dubai Works Business Podcast. This week, we're joined by Madhav Dara, the co-founder and chief operating officer of Zazen Properties. Madhav handles the real estate product development and conception through to delivery. He's also involved in pretty much everything, creating, executing, and the company's formation strategy, government relations, and customer management. Uh, Zazen Properties was founded in 2018, and it's a building unique residential developments in established communities throughout Dubai, catering to the mid-market segments, consumer and providing sustainable community within a building, which is a really interesting and topical uh, top topic in real estate at the moment. Uh, so we'll talk about that later. Uh, so uh, Madab also aims to position Zazen as a homegrown brand that pushes the limits to what mid-market profit products can be and should look like across their developments. Uh, so welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Uh, for, so can you go into, I hope I did it justice there. Yeah, you, you forgot to say I also sweep all the floors everywhere. You sweep the floors, yes. you clean everything, you make the yes. copies. Um, can you tell us Zazen Properties, the story, and you know, it's really fascinating to hear how would a property development company start so recently and, and uh, what does the company do? Sure. Um, so firstly, thank you for having me. I, um, you know, I've worked in real estate a long while in Dubai um, with all the other sort of big developers, junior to senior positions. I've been fortunate enough through my time here to understand how to sort of build a market, uh, you know, grow internationally, grow locally. Uh, Zazen was formed at the end of 2018 because uh, my partners and I, we, we believe that, you know, within Dubai, Dubai becoming... Um, the real estate market in Dubai maturing means that you have, you'll have a lot more end users coming into the market. And we realized that in 2018 and we said, you know what, right now the market is either built high end or it's investor friendly where you come in small units, um, you know, normal ticket prices and you just get in and you sell units. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to create something um, which catered to the general public, um, which targeted end users, which meant that we wanted people to have a little more space, to have a little more community feeling, to have uh, more facilities within the building. And uh, fortunately enough for us, we thought about this before COVID. Um, and as soon as COVID hit, as soon as we came out of COVID rather, everyone was looking for exactly that sort of product. Mm. Um, so this is something that we've had an advantage on. And the idea for Zazen, Zazen actually is the perfect posture when you're meditating. That, that's what it's based out of. Ah. And um, we wanted to bring in that sense of um, sort of cleanliness, natural light, sustainability, you know, a little thought in what we develop. Mm. And that's how, that's how the product was born. That's how the brand was born. Amazing. Uh, thanks for explaining what it means as well. Uh, that's very cool. So, so a couple of years ago, you have different roles in real estate uh, and then you set this up with your partners. How did you go about that? Did you find the right development? You know, first of all, did you choose to be a, just a developer or do you have other services within the properties group? And, and what was the kind of inception point of the business? Um, so when we decided to form the company, obviously getting a development license isn't easy. 
um, is or isn't is not is not easy. Um, is not easy as in the government supports you if you've got the right sort of cash flows, the right profile, so on and so forth. But you know, strategically, we had to first think about okay, what is there in Dubai? Uh, what uh, different communities are developed or upcoming? Uh, which areas do we want to be in? What sort of products are there in Dubai? So when we were thinking about this in 2018, we said, okay, if we buy a plot of land now, um, we will not be ready in, say, three years. By the time we buy the plot, do the design, complete the construction takes about three years. Okay. Um, so we needed to understand where the market would be in three years or five years. So there's a lot of planning that goes into that. We need to understand, okay, if there are 3,000 one-bedroom units coming in, between the Jumeirah village area or sports city or production city, uh, do we want to compete with that sort of inventory? Mm. You know, we want to cater to what is being underserved, but what makes sense for our brand and for the segment that we're targeting. Mm. So the inception was, first we identified, yes, we like a particular plot. Um, then we said, all right, now we know that we like the plot. Let's go about obviously arranging the financing, get it sorted out, uh, speak to the master developer, you know, in Dubai now, you need to own the plot 100% to be able to develop. Mm. So again, it's not easy. Not everyone can come and do that. So you need X amount of money to come in, buy the plot, pay it off, have it in your name. Then you have to go and register a development company. Mm. Because without a plot of land, they will not let you be a developer. Okay. So those two are linked. Um, obviously, there are other ways where you can do a joint venture with other people who own land, etc. But, you know, being... an a homegrown brand, we wanted to make sure we sort of owned and developed everything. We owned the concept. And then we were able to push it forward without other people telling us what to do. Mm. Um, we have a clear vision in terms of we wanted to provide a community within a building. And uh, for example, what you would get in springs or greens or meadows, you know, you have a lot of different facilities. We said, okay, how can we take that into a building not make it high density like every other building in Dubai is. So to give you an example, our first project is Zazen 1 in JVT. Okay. We um, initially with our consultants, you know, typical Dubai style, they sort of propose 150 units. Mm. We cut it down to just 86 mm. because any other developer would have done 150 units. And uh, we wanted to be different. We wanted to give more space. So these sort of different ideas led to Zazen being born with a clear vision of what we wanted to do and how we want to take that forward, not just to make a quick buck and run away, but we're building a brand. I'm from, I was born in Sharjah, mm. in Al-Kasmi Hospital, which doesn't exist anymore. Okay. Um, you know, my, my family's been here almost 50 years. Wow. So I've seen Dubai from when it was two roads down there on Sheikh Zayed Road, mm. all sand, Hard Rock Cafe was... Wow, it was like 200 dirhams to get to Hard Rock Cafe. Yeah, and miles away. <laughs> exactly. You know, so I've seen it develop. I understand what the culture is about. I've been fortunate enough. You know, I'm, I'm Indian by birth, born in Dubai, grew up in England and in Canada. So I have a worldview on how things should be developed. I'm very lucky to have that. Mm. And I want to use that. I want to take advantage of it. So that's what the brand is about. Interesting. So many interesting things there that we haven't heard yeah. before. Uh, just uh, so... When you do get the plots, and then you, uh, how, and then obviously that's part of the criteria to become a development company, as you explained. Is it hard to get financing? And then also, can you uh, just add a little bit more light in the stage of it? So you're still building that development, but you're able to sell because you've got all the designs and you can go to market. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. there are different options with DLD. 
Now, luckily for the consumer, especially the last few years, the DLD has done a great job in protecting the investor or the consumer. Yeah, the and yeah. Yes, the, the Dubai land department, yes. So, you know, we have to fall within the criteria and they're very transparent. You know, you can always go have a conversation with them. Uh, they say, look, it's, it's very easy. You get the plot. Financing is either private or through banks. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have, it's all privately financed. We're not in any debt of any sort. Um, and our goal is to do one project at a time. So a lot of other developers will be cross-leveraged across maybe five or six developments. We, we don't ever want to get into that situation. We want to give justice to each development that we're creating. Mm-hmm. And you'll never see me do five at a time. I might do two, you know, because there are two great plots of land and great ideas or great concepts to develop but I would never do five. It wouldn't just make sense for our business model. Um, in terms of the DLD and Dubai land department. So once you have the plot of land, there are, you know, certain regulations and rules you need to sort of abide by. Uh, you get the development license. Once you're registered as a developer, then you go into the design process where you appoint an architect. You have to either you're with two, there are two different main authorities in Dubai, which is the Dubai municipality or Turkey. So depending on where your plot is, you have to sort of abide by those guidelines when you're designing the project. We chose to be green from the start. So we are uh, lead green building certifi- certified by Tharkis, which means that the material we use, the way the air flows in, in, in the building, the, the sort of... Um, the energy is generated. Generated. We, and we made the extra decision to have solar, solar panels, mm. which also means that about 20 to 25% savings in the diwa bill for the for the general building not individual apartments so you know we think we thought about all of that stuff before we started yeah you know um and that's from experience uh you know a lot of people sort of say oh by the way the building is 25 percent done let's add solar panels then you're you're a bit of a tricky space (laughs) so we thought about the type of development we thought about what would you you know like in this building how would you use the space how would you open the cupboard in your bedroom, would you need a light inside when you open it so that, you know, during the nights, so all those things we've thought about. Yeah. Um, currently, we're at about 50, a little bit over 50% completion. Uh, we're, we're selling off plan. We're registered to sell off plan by RERA. Our project number is 2255. That basically means that we have an escrow account. Yeah. And any money that comes in, customers don't have to fear, it goes into the escrow account, mm. which is managed by the Dubai Land Department. Okay. So we cannot Sweet. just access that money. Yeah. So people come in, any deposit they make for any unit they like goes into escrow. RERA so checks managed. it yeah. and then says, yes, you can take out X amount to pay the contractor. You can take out Y amount to pay, you know, something else. So it's very, very protected. Um, Obviously, there are certain regulations you need to follow to be able to sell before you're complete, mm-hmm. which we've complied with. Um, and yeah, we started sales on the 1st of June. So it's very young in this business. And we're, we're going to be complete in December and handover in January. Amazing. Yeah. Wow. That's really well done. That's yeah. impressive. Um, and obviously, that's an up and coming area. So a popular area and a good place to start. Um, the offering that you, you have on, at Zazen Properties regarding mid-market um i understand what you've explained so far uh, in terms of that it's a new that it's more green uh, focused more environmentally conscious development but you know uh there is a lot of space already in units in dubai so what what is the point of difference and how do you define mid-market what type of people are saying hey 
this actually is what I've been missing. Yep, perfect. Great, great, great question. So that's exactly what we asked ourselves in 2018. <laughs> Literally, that is what we asked ourselves. So let me define what a mid-market consumer is first. So for us, a mid-market consumer is sort of a young couple, both working, maybe they have a kid, maybe because they're both working, they have a nanny, um, you know, people who sort of managers who sort of just come into Dubai, um, they're looking for, a, they know they're going to be here for a while, they're looking for their own space. What they experienced when they came in in 2018, even if you're, for example, living in this area or any other popular areas in Dubai, the spaces will be small. Mm. They'll be really tight. More, yeah. yeah. So I didn't want to say it. But okay. <laughs> well, yeah. So, we, so um, we, you know, we said, okay. The first thing is we want if people want to live in this space, they need to be able to call it home, which means they need move, room to move around. They need to be able to access different things. So right at the start, when we made a decision on what sort of plot to buy, we said, okay, we could have gone to JVC, which is right across Al Kel Road from us. We're right sort of after Springs and before Al-Khel Road, Jumeirah Village Triangle. Uh, Why we like Jumeirah Village Triangle is because it's less dense. There isn't, you know, 75 buildings coming up at the same time, full of construction, full of dust. Um, It was mainly townhouses that that is in that area. We knew that the mall was coming up. Our location is literally... If you're driving down Al-Khel Road. In Nakheel Mall? Yes, Nakheel Al-Khel Avenue Mall. It's like a kilometer down the road from us. So literally, if you take the exit for the mall and take the the first exit into JVT, we're the first and only building. So our location was great. The density of, of, you know, the development was exactly what we were looking for. We don't want high density places. We knew there were parks. There were basketball courts, tennis courts. We knew Nakheel's community management was picking up. Um, So these sort of things helped us realize that, look, we want people who want to stay close to Dubai. They may work in Jabalali. They may work in Business Bay. They may work in JLT. JVT is 10 minutes away from everything because yeah. it's on Al-Khel Road. Yeah. Um, so that made sense for us. We wanted those sort of people. And that is what we consider mid-market segment. So it could be you. It could be the guys behind the camera, you know, who, who are looking for a one-bedroom unit. But with the one-bedroom unit, they have a jogging track. They have a gym. They've got a barbecue deck. They've got a private study room. They have a residence lounge. They have a kids play area. We've got two bedrooms with maids room, which you don't see in the market because there are a lot of young couples with one kid and a maid because they both work, right? So, or a nanny. So there's space for them. So we thought about that and we said, look, we believe this is missing and we believe this is required, especially as the market is maturing and especially as renters become buyers because mortgage rates are down. It's easier to get, uh, you know, bank loans. Prices are down. So all of this sort of made sense. Amazing. And what else, as a modern sort of a new uh, development company, uh, property development company, what are the other things that you're thinking of? Uh, do you have uh, a development portal, a website for buyers to register? Will you be having apps? Like what are the kind of digital things and how we, th- th- that sort of thing? Like what, what, what would one do if they were building a development company? In, 20, in, in this decade? In this decade. Well, um, so a lot, of, a lot of developers now have had to change plans because of COVID. Okay. And um, everyone sort of, everyone paused in 2020. Everyone reevaluated the market. And you, you would have seen in the last three months a whole bunch of new launches. Mm. There's a big craze for villas now or townhouses in the last three months because people want space. Uh, And people want, you know, a little private sort of garden or access to a pool. You know, they've been stuck in their apartment. Um, 
So what you would do now for us, we have thought about all this stuff before COVID, mm. fortunately, like I said. So we're in a good space. In terms of being digital, I mean, yes, of course, we have a website, you know, we're all, we're on social media, but are we selling um, online? No, not yet. And there's a reason for that. I'm a new brand in Dubai, right? Not selling with crypto yet. Yeah, I am. <laughs> um, not yet. Um, that's something, tokenization is something that, you know, we've thought of. Over time, yeah. But the problem is that we have one project. It doesn't really make sense right now. Yeah. Once we start getting into two and three and we're managing, you know, our projects and, you know, handling multiple clients, multiple customers, then we start thinking about being a little more digital. Mm. But as of right now, even even the facilities we have, the FM company that we've you know, marked to manage the building, I think we're, you know, we're a step ahead of what okay. other people are doing. So you're putting those things in place? Oh, we've had them in place yeah. like for a while now. Interesting. So I was just thinking as you were speaking, Manda, that about the other guests in the real estate sector that we've had on Dubai Works from Property Finder, from uh, on the brokerage side from Alsop and Alsop and uh, Kennedy Towers. And then actually the commercial director for Nick Hill was on originally. And I was just trying to think of people's perception, or certainly mine, that uh, property development is these big groups. And uh, it's the part that's kind of uh, not that you know not easy to set up a business in but then we had Prescott development on as well and I, and I was just wondering so a is JVT part of Nikhil are they the master developer and how would one uh, you know is it a new thing to set up uh, you know development companies like this like yours like Prescott is that relatively new and then how do you kind of work with the master developers the people who have the big areas and is there is that changing? Is that space evolving? Um, so it's not new. Uh, you know, JVT is part of Nikhil, the master developer. It's not hard, but it's not easy because you know, firstly, you got to put in 30, 40, 50 million dollars into a business to buy the plot, to develop it, to sell it, and then to try and make some profit out of it in a market that's difficult. You know, as as markets mature the profit pressure gets much higher. Um, you know, what people were making, what Imar or Damak were making 10 years ago, you can't make those sort of margins anymore. Dubai is not a new market. Mm. Um, so it's not hard, but you need to think smart, think strategically. And for someone like me, I can't speak for anyone else, for, for our group, we are here long-term, right? So if I say that on Zazen 1, the type of quality that we've given, if you ever walk in, to my show unit, I promise you every single person who's walked in has been surprised. Really? Um, mainly because this is the type of quality you would see in downtown or Business Bay or Marina across the road from you. So that's what you would get in, in our project. But it's not priced like those are. Mm. Okay. And what does that mean? Bottom line, what does that mean? It means I'm making less of a margin. Mm. That's what it boils down to. How I manage that is my headache. But because I'm thinking long term, I'm okay with that mm. because I want to build this community. I want to build something different in Dubai. This is my home, mm. right? I want to build it for the next 10 years. Mm. I look at this as a 10 year project. We reevaluate after every three years or five years and we see where to go. Mm. Um, in terms of the master developers, look, they always have the best pieces of land, right? So private developers like us, we have to find niches in terms of what we want to deliver. Unfortunately, I can't go on the beach and, you know, suddenly create an island and, and build a tower. Mm. 
mm. right? Maybe one day. Uh, <laughs> even then, even if I had the money, no. <laughs> okay. um, uh, but, you know, it is what it is. And, and we find ways to differentiate ourselves with our experience, with what the person experiences when they live in our communities, in our projects. And that's what we wanted to create. Okay, interesting. But I actually, you know, the, there are synergies that... You, both there's a win-win-win situation, win-win-win situation going on there because, for example, if a development uh, has happened over time and some of the plots weren't built by the master developer for whatever reason, uh, you know, a private developer uh, can come in and kind of, you know, enhance the overall value of that development and there can be kind of synergies. Is that what absolutely, you're about it absolutely? That's such a great, great insight. Um, look, JVT is a hidden gem, mm. honestly, because it's, you know, on the right side of Alkel Road, let me say, um, it's near the Meadow Souk, Spring Sport Souk. City, so I'm, I'm offended <laughs> by that, but okay. <laughs> well, I have a building ready soon. Uh, in Sport City? <laughs> no, in JVT, you can, okay, you can right. come across. <laughs> um, I'll no. have a look for sure. So, you know, because the mall was coming up, right across the road from us is, um, is a four-star deluxe hotel that's coming up at yeah. the end of the year uh, you know which will have restaurants and F&B etc so JVT I find because it's developed is amazing and for people who want to live in a developed community they don't want, want to worry about construction all around them they, they want easy access to roads to get their kids to school in time JVT has two schools mm. within the community itself so Master developers, obviously, you know, they, de they develop what they can. I think JVT and Nikhil plan mainly townhouses. And then they got in private developers to come and put up buildings in certain areas. Mm. Uh, we're lucky to get that plot. And uh, we're very, very happy with um, being able to work easily with Nikhil. Uh, you know, they've got rules. We follow the rules. They're happy. So Amazing. Yeah. Interesting. Fascinating to see how things have developed. developed. So we, you mentioned the pandemic as well. And... Um, we, you know, people are aware of different sorts of narratives and uh, conversations and media reports on the real estate market at the moment. What's your take on it? Um, look, uh, Dubai is typical. Dubai will go through ups and downs, right? If you've been here long enough, you've noticed every three or four years there's a boom and there's back down again. Um, if you looked at this time in 2020, everything was dead. Yeah. Right. Then September 2020 happened and suddenly, and I'll give you an example of friends of mine who wanted to buy a villa in the meadows. They went in August or September to see it. It was at 6 million. They went back in October to see it. End of October, it was 8 million. Mm -hmm. They went in December, it was 10 million. No way. So, wow. it, exactly. And, you know, and that's not just one and scenario. probably last April, it was probably... <laughs> yeah, minus. Million. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know... This is Dubai for you. It's, it's very typical Dubai. No one else, I mean, could have handled, I believe, could have handled the pandemic in a better way. Um, I'm very lucky to be here. My kids are born here. We're very lucky to be here during this time. And I believe that if anyone can navigate the situation properly, whether that's through economic stimulus or government incentives or something brand spanking new that's probably going to happen in the 50th anniversary. Yeah. Dubai or UAE will be able to do it and manage yeah, it. There's going to be some announcements coming up. For sure. For sure. And we've, we've lived through it, right? Yeah. We've seen it. And I think uh, the fact that the manufacturing and industrial sector has now been, it's a big push to open that up in a big way in UAE. People have to realize in Dubai, you're used to everything now, mm. right? 
But an initiative like that takes time. You can't just say, okay, manufacturing sectors open up. Okay, 100 companies, please come in. It'll take three, five years. So, you know, we need to be positioned in terms of even real estate to be able to cater, not for today. Today is great. Um, but to cater three years from now, what was, what's going to happen? Five years from now, what's going to happen? That's how you need to look at the market in Dubai. Real estate is not a short-term investment. People need to forget about 2008 where they could buy a plot one day and sell it next day for a 20% profit. That's gone. Even in up to 2011 that was happening, it's all gone. It's dead. So now when you come into real estate, you buy and you hold. Five years later, seven years later, you exit and you make a profit. Typically, that's how you see it. For us, we look at it the same way. We work very closely with JLL, uh, who are our exclusive sales agents for this project. Yeah. Uh, they've predicted about 90,000 new units coming into the market till 2025. Mm. And, um, you know, for us, we see, okay, 90,000 new units, new units coming in. What are those units? What is the mix of those units? Where are they located? How can we be different? Mm. You know, that's how we look at it strategically. Mm. And, and I believe that as time goes through, as we get out of COVID, say by the end of next year, people, you know, all the variants come out and mm. everyone's comfortable with the variants now because that's the issue now. Mm. Uh, we'll then see more people coming in already. I mean, we've had, what is it, 45 billion dirhams worth of sales in the first six months. It's insane. Yeah, it's, it's insane. Yeah. And like I said, UAE and Dubai specifically, I mean, fortunately, you know, they have the right plan. And another interesting point, so Zazen is, for, we're lucky to be aligned with the Dubai 2040 urban master plan, which is basically making sure that Dubai develops as a sustainable and happy connected city. Mm. And that's what we're already doing in our building. Yeah. And you know, so we're so aligned. I think whoever's advising the sheikhs and me are completely aligned. Right? <laughs> Probably the same people, maybe. But so, but interestingly, yeah, so the price points jumping over the last 12 months, uh, obviously reflective of the pandemic and that sort of fear at the start, etc. Um, do you think it? Do you think it's balancing out? Do you think uh, that the property market in Dubai is maturing, or are we always going to have the sort of cyclical the the gaps between the cyclical bumps that we've had before? Yes, that's a great question again. Um, so yes, the market for sure is maturing. Uh, you have to realize up until two thousand and eight. All the development in Dubai was for rental income. It was only owned by locals, mm. by uh, by nationals, sorry, who could buy the land, develop it, and rent it out. Only once the freehold market opened up, did inventory come in where we could buy. So the balance of off-plan and rental is right now 50-50 after 12 years. Mm. It's taken 12 years to get to 50-50. So you couldn't even own a, a place in Dubai, even like on the 100-year lease or anything? 99-year lease, yes. But you can, not you, full ownership. But just on ownership, right? Yeah. So... Imagine that it's taken this long to get to 50-50. And now if you look at the market, according to me, um, the mortgage buyers are increasing, mm. right? Mortgage versus cash buyers are now also 50-50 when before it was probably 70 or 75% cash buyers. Mm. What that indicates is the market is maturing. Mm. And the market, because of COVID, because of what people have experienced, they will move towards lower density projects. That's an advantage that we will always have. I will never build you know, 300 units in a building. Mm. It's high density. Uh, I don't want that. I want people to have space and breathe and natural light, etc. So low density projects, more end users, 
more mortgage buyers. That's how the market is going to continue to grow, I believe, over the next five, seven years. And then we become more like a London or a New York or, you know, or Mumbai or Delhi, where, again, it's, it's a lot of end users. Yeah, definitely. And so talking about the other things that Zazen Properties could do, would you enter into commercial uh, properties or would you have other services? You have an exclusive sales company, but would you have other services as well? Or is it focused on finding these uh, places to live for people and uh, building it like that? Right now, we are focused on residential or sort of mixed-use developments. Uh, the JVT plot is purely residential, mainly because, you know, when you buy a plot, they tell you, look, this is what you can use it for. Mm. And I believe because the mall is a kilometer down the road and we've got a hotel across the street, where we're okay. Um, our next few plots, which is in Discovery Gardens for John area, those are residential with retail on the ground floor. Mm. So that's something that we will sort of get into probably this time next year. Um, again, we want to focus on delivering our brand properly the first time and every time. Mm. We want to take it one by one. We want to make sure that, you know, every door is ideal, every handle is correct. Uh, that's very important to us, you know, because that's what builds. It's always the small things yeah. that lead to the experience being great yeah. from just good. So we want to sm- focus on those things and then we will move to our next development uh, and hopefully, uh, you know, people will like it. Interesting. And we've heard recently as well that the, the client, the buyer is different. You know, people spent many months here from Europe last year and things like that. There's a new type of client. And then also another trend in other markets is uh, property prices in the U.S. are really, really high for different reasons. And people are looking to buy elsewhere. What What do you think of that? Do you think that people are getting more trust in, in this region? Are they buying investment properties, holiday homes? Um, are, are you looking really from a residential point of view? So look, the the uh, holiday buyer will always be there. And these are people usually with money, right? Because they can afford to have two or three homes outside of their main home and which they go visit for you know a couple of months a year and they're happy with that. So um, I, I don't think that really affects us. Yes, you'll see a lot more beach developments coming up mm. and targeting those sort of buyers with, you know, 350 square foot studio apartments for sale, which they're happy with. Mm. Um, that's not really our target. Uh, our target is, you know, someone who wants to live or an investor who wants to earn rental income for the long term. Because, you know, people ask me usually, they're like, oh, but your units are bigger. It's not really investor friendly. I'm like, look, what is in the, the investor interested in? He's interested in getting his money back and earning an income. Mm. With our properties, it's more likely that when they rent it out, because of the facilities, because of the space, the size, the location, the person renting it out will live there for 10 years, not for two and then skip to a new development. Yeah. Right? So I am thinking about that long term. Okay. It's a strategic plan to actually make it that way mm. because you can live in it or you can rent it out and earn great income because it will hold value because you will not find other projects with such facilities in such a location anywhere else. And, uh, you know, is that a a trend amongst investors that you're seeing that people are beginning to understand? Or, you know, we hear people are buying a lot of villas, people are still looking at sort of downtown and the marina. Are people seeing the value of investments in JVT or in other areas uh, yet? I don't think they are yet. Um, and look, the, the fact that they look at downtown or marina is 
again, you've got government-backed marketing spend on those sort of areas. Mm. Um, I cannot. So you think there's value in this? Of course. Look, there's there is value in again if it if it's just numbers game, you need to look at it this way. If I spend a million dirhams in JVT versus downtown. Firstly, I get more space in JVT, of course. It's a different area. Less maintenance. Less maintenance, less service charges. Secondly, within our project, I can't speak for anyone else. Within our project, you get facilities probably better than you would get in downtown. The only difference is that you get less traffic, less density, and... Um, not as stunning views. <laughs> not as stunning views. Un- un- unless, 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 you know, you enjoy looking at JVC across the road. Yeah. Um, but yes, the views is the biggest thing that people worry about. But if it's for rental income, then you just worry about renting it out, mm. right? It's a pure numbers game then. Um, yes, prestige-wise, of course, I can't compete with downtown and marina. Um, I want people who have, if they really have one place to earn rental income from, you'd rather come to me mm. because you know that you'd be able to earn rental income longer. Mm. So interesting, you mentioned the 2040 plans. There's also, I'm not sure what plan it is but the plan around energy uh you know that provides incentives for uh things like solar powered roofs and things like that is that is that encouraging new developers to sort of uh make those choices or you would have make, made those choices anyway but is is there alignment with the uh respective government entities to kind of go more sustainable yes you know as as a developer like you correctly said we would have made this choice anyway uh, because we see the benefit it, benefit of it in the long term. As a developer of off-plan projects or, you know, selling freehold property, I sell it and then technically I have, for the first year I've got interest in it, but after that the owner's association takes over and there's a facility management company. Yeah. So I can wash my hands and say, look, it's not my problem. But I said, look, again, we're building a brand. We want people to enjoy living in our buildings. Mm-hmm. So what can we provide them that will help them long term? To answer your question about new developers, look, if you're not on the bandwagon, you should be. Um, I'm not sure about, you know, what the incentive level is because, again, the cost-benefit analysis of putting in solar paneling, putting in green building certification, every developer has to measure that, Mm. you know, based on on their cash flows. Um, So that's a difficult question, but definitely going forward, you should have some angle of that because people want it. You know, people are more conscious now. You know, you need to have electric vehicle charging bays. You need to have these sort of things in your building um, ready and available as you grow with the environment and with the community. Mm, interesting. Um, so you mentioned earlier when you grew up here, uh, the Hard Rock Cafe was miles away and things like that. And we, we see this sort of narrative of Shakeside Roads developing over the years. But then when we see the plans for the future for 2040, we all know that Dubai is, in one respect, limited as a, as an emirate. It's got lots of uh, great coastal area and the palms. But um, you know, when those plans look drawn up so detailed, you kind of look at it and go, "Ah, all this area will be vastly populated with residents and things like that." Um, and then, if one had that long term vision for where you're building, then that makes sense. Do, do you think that? It will be, you know, the population numbers to increase. Do you think that these places will be uh, the more densely populated? And, uh, you know, are you optimistic, I guess, about that sort of those plans in place? Um, so I'm a Dubai person. Okay, <laughs> so 
I'm never going to be pessimistic about this country and this city, mainly because I trust the people who are running it. They've made right decisions till now. People have been fortunate enough over the last 40 years to make tremendous amounts of money living here and working with the, the leadership team here. Um, so yes, I'm sure there will be plans. Of course, there'll be many challenges along the way. But again, you have to be prepared and agile and flexible enough to deal with them. Mm. And I don't think any other country, I'm sure there are others, but a handful of countries who can sort of manage these situations mm. well. Um, I believe that there will be new initiatives. I believe that as manufacturing and the industrial sector and the pharmaceutical sector, as they start building in, in, in the Emirates, uh, that'll bring in a lot of influx. I know there's a heavy um, focus on research and development coming to you know Dubai and Abu Dhabi and these sort of areas, people setting up plants and facilities. So these will bring people. Mm. Um, you know, the, the next, obviously there's always been rumors about legalized uh, entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, you know, that honestly, I believe that would sort of be a masterstroke in lines with Singapore where you do it strategically and, and smartly, um, you know, that, that adds, what, 5, 10 billion to your GDP every year, mm. you know, and you get people coming in, tourism is booming, so... Provided it's respectfully closer. That's my thing. thing. And, and I believe, I really believe that if anyone can pull it off, we can pull it off. Mm. Yeah. And that's from experience, from being here and seeing the different initiatives, seeing how they're implementing. Um, I really believe that, you know, we've already got an example of how it's been done in the past. And I believe we can take it, put best practices from different places, like everyone in Dubai does. That's what Dubai is about. Um, and execute it yeah. successfully. So things like that, big things can, can, but also by allowing, you know, sort of competitive uh, business, like different things, you know, moving away from sort of duopolies and things like that, just more, more competitive uh, markets. And by what you're doing, obviously, real estate is definitely kind of adding to that. Um, in terms of the trends of where other areas are being developed, what's kind of available to you and what do you think is interesting other than the current projects you have planned? So, you know, Dubai, obviously, the coastline um, will be developed by the government developers. Yeah. Private developers will probably never get access to it. Or if we do, it'll be at a price point, which is very difficult to manage. Um, so Dubai is growing inwards anyway. Um, as you see, you know, version three and four of <laughs> and other developments coming up inwards. Mm -hmm. So you know there's space to grow. It's it's about, uh, you know, getting the infrastructure in place, which is, I mean, it's the best in the world in Dubai already. Mm -hmm. So they, they know how to manage it and they, they will stagger it in such a way. I know there's supposed to be a committee that controls supply, which is a great thing. Uh, you know, supply should be there for, I believe, for general developments. If someone is just coming up, putting up another tower with another 200 units, I mean, we don't really need that. We have it. You don't think that the market, the supply and demand should work as a market decision? You think it should be regulated? At least for now, because I think what has happened in the past is because of the excitement. Too much supply. Too much supply and all the same supply. Mm. That's the issue. The issue is not that supply should not be there. There should be supply, but it should be strategic. It should be thought out, you know, not just, oh, wow, I can make 30%, let me build and you know, sell and sort of get out and I'm happy. Mm. No, you need to work with people who want the betterment of the city, mm. of the country. That's important. Okay, so you have plans for 10 years, but if we kind of looked into the future uh, and you had to, and you were choosing other bets, other 
uh, things? Would it be within Dubai? Would it be in other types of property? Would it be in other Emirates or other countries? You mean across any industry or real estate? Specific? Within real estate, within, ah. within Zazen properties, within the... Um, yes, I mean, we'd love to be in Abu Dhabi, but, you know, Abu Dhabi has, again, got very little space. Mm-hmm. So it has to be the right plot at the right price. Over the last few months, we've been offered different plots to expand our portfolio. Again, but the price point has become higher now, so it doesn't really make sense for us. Mm-hmm. Again, managing your cash flow in this business is as important as creating a brand or building an experience. Yeah. So that's very, very important. And uh, so we think about it, especially when millions of dollars are at stake. Mm. We think about it strategically. Yes, I would love to be in Saudi. Um, and I think even Egypt, where you've been <laughs> on holidays the last couple of times, um, these are great markets. But again, I need to be on ground. You know, as, as the brand Zazen, we need to be on ground. We need to understand the nuances of how people live, what they like, what they don't like. I can't just take Zazen and plonk it there. You know, Zazen has to be tailor-made for what people like over there. So, you know, maybe in seven, eight, ten years, yes, that's that's a great idea. Uh, until then, UAE is is home. Yeah, it's so interesting, isn't it, in terms of this region as an emerging market, the kind of leadership that's happening here uh, is then you know, in a, in a healthy, competitive way adopted elsewhere. And you see sort of, you can see everyone kind of rising together in terms of uh, the economy, really. Yes. I mean, look, everyone's putting in uh, their work. Um, everyone is trying to do something different. And I think it's very important now that when you create, whether it's in real estate or it's in retail or whatever it is, you try to create something a little bit unique and niche because, you know, being common now, there's no space for it. I mean, yeah. even if you look on social media, you know, people sort of earn money by being themselves or being different. Yeah. And I think that's very important, you know, to take forward a bit of that in whatever we do. Interesting. So what about things like Airbnb and that, that type of brands? Do you think that that's a competitor? Is it a threat? Do you think there's going to be more adoption for that type of service here? I mean, yeah. I think there will be for sure um, a lot. I mean, the, yeah, I mean, they're, they're already doing it. There are a lot of other smaller competitors uh, locally who've opened up who do the same thing. Yeah. Um, Airbnb's model is they don't own the asset. Yeah. So, you know, they're lucky. Uh, they don't have outlay of, of funds required to own the asset. Um, a lot of other companies now, you know, they've come in where they want to buy the asset, own it, and then sort of short term lease it out. Yeah. So this is the kind of co-living projects. A few of them have kind of propped up lately. What do you think of those? So I think it's a really good idea. Um, Co-living, now again, it's again, it's a balance between what the regulations allow Mm -hmm. versus what you can develop. And there's a fine line. But look, you know, the the Dubai Land Department, they're, they're willing to listen. You know, if you've got a great idea, you can always go there and say, look, this is my idea. This is what it's going to do for the area. This is what it's going to do for Dubai as a whole. Mm. You know, can you check if it is okay? Mm. And I think um, the more they allow that, you know, especially with private developers, uh, the better it will be. Co-living as a concept is great um, if it's individual rooms. Mm. I honestly think that the next step, um, actually, maybe I shouldn't talk about this. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, then the the next step is to uh, figure out how you formalize, you know, how the sort of lower income or low mid income people, how they're all sharing currently in different areas in Dubai. How do we formalize that? Mm. How do we create a development for them 
which where it's formal, where they can all still share, have, but have their own private space, but have the common facilities they would like. Okay. So I think um, that's sort of something that's been on our mind. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it might be something that we try and do with our next project. Fascinating. So this ongoing kind of architectural and design kind of projects and yes. concepts that can be can be innovative with. Interesting. So um, more, more time focused uh, as we wrap up. Uh, I'm a two bed uh, family kind of uh, buyer. I'm renting somewhere in, in JLT. And uh, how would I go about buying one of your units? What size it is? How to move in in January and how much is it? And what's the payment process? So we've got a couple of options. Um, our building has few one bedrooms, two bedroom with maid, normal two bedrooms and three bedroom with maid. Um, if you want to buy with us, just go to zazen.ae, Z-A-Z-E-N.ae. Um, yeah. And, um, it's, um, the name, the name is short as well. So yeah. it's yeah. easy to remember. Um, JLL are our exclusive sales agent. There's a WhatsApp number there. You can, you don't have to speak to someone if you don't want to just message. We have a show unit ready on site. And again, the reason I did that was because I want people to come and see and feel the product. Yeah. It's very important, especially as a new brand. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Come see the journey, see what's there and be comfortable with what you buy. Uh, we've got a couple of different payment plans currently. So one is sort of construction linked. Um, there are, we already have FAB bank who's on board to provide mortgages once the project is ready. Uh, so you can sort of get a pre-approval and then, you know, uh, reconfirm your mortgage when it's handed over and go with that 80, 20, give up to 80% depending on your profile. Mm. And then we also have an option of a three-year post handover plan. So you can pay X amount now. You uh, take your keys on 31st of January, move in and then pay us the balance amount over three years. Um, again, I can't compete with the government developers who've got 10-year payment plans. That's just crazy. Mm. Um, but we've made it feasible so that all three options are at, mm. at play. You know, if you're a cash buyer, if you want a mortgage, or if you want a you know, slightly longer payment plan, which is post handover. Uh, JLL are our agents. Come in and buy. The sizes vary from about 880 square feet, which is basically the one bedroom, to about 2,300 square feet, which is, we've got limited four bedroom duplex sort of units, mm -hmm. which is to mimic the townhouses that are there in, in, in the community. Uh, so those are, I mean, great, great uh, apartments. So again, these are bigger sizes. So typically my other competitors, you would find a one bedroom, which would be like 600 square feet. Brilliant. Well, amazing story. Thank you for sharing everything and looking forward to kind of intrigued to see what these look like now. But, yeah, you uh, have to come down. I will take you to a site visit. Amazing. And you, you know, all your viewers, they can see it themselves. Yeah, perfect. Manda, thank you. It's been a pleasure. Learned a lot. Uh, thank you for your time. Thank you. That's it for another episode of Dubai Works. Thank you so much for listening and please leave a review on the podcast platform that you're listening to. It really helps with organic searches. Also, if you'd like to appear on Dubai Works or know someone who has an inspiring business story in Dubai, please do get in touch on any of the smashy social platforms.